Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the video cast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world. And on today's episode, we have the pleasure and the fortune and the gratitude of uh, welcoming live stream expert Katya, who's also known as live stream Katya. And uh, she's actually originally from Bulgaria. And she's been living in England, and now she's actually in Malta. Uh, so she has a very colorful past uh, and also a colorful uh, present. <laughs> and for those of you who are just listening uh, to the interview on audio or on iTunes, make sure you watch the video version because uh, Katya has amazing backdrop there with the teal background and everything's matching. So make sure you uh, connect there. Um, so, uh, by the way, we're going to be covering this important area of live streaming. And uh, uh, we've actually never covered it on our show, even though we've done almost 200 episodes. Uh, we haven't focused specifically and uh, fully on this whole area of live streaming. And obviously, nowadays in 2017, live streaming is the way to go. Uh, I actually decided to live stream this interview on YouTube and also on Instagram. So, we're going to see how it works um, and how many people engage both live and on the recorded version. Uh, so Katya, uh, we'd, love, we'd love to hear a little bit about yourself if you want to share more of your backstory and uh, let's get to know you a little bit better. How cool. Well, thanks for having me and uh, everybody watching live. Hello, hello, hello. Um, I'm super excited to uh, to share some stuff with your audience, especially because I'm all about travel and make money. Come on. Uh, so. As you said, live stream Katya. People call me the live stream queen because uh, that's what I've really, really made my zone of genius. Um, I started back in 2015 when live stream wasn't even a thing. Like Facebook Live didn't even exist at the time. And I was working in a banking job at that stage. And I remember watching other people's broadcasts on Periscope. And I was just so fascinated by it, but a bit scared to actually go out and do it myself. But I saw all of them selling their own stuff and actually making money on it. And I have a background in marketing. I used to uh, be a brand manager for Dell Superdry and some uh, super cool brands. And my marketing brain was always switched on. And I was like, this person's selling, but nobody's realizing. This person's marketing, but nobody's realizing. And I was able to really see the potential of it really early when nobody else saw the potential. I jumped in. Um, um, and watched for a long time. I was really scared until one day one of the one of the people in Periscope pushed me to go live. She literally forced me. And then I was like, oh, that wasn't so bad. That wasn't so bad. In fact, I loved it so much. I decided to go ahead and create a community for other people like me who want to do live streaming uh, and uh, grow a platform on Periscope. I was basically just a community manager. I started a community. I was a community manager. I was no guru no expert, no nothing. And um, I don't know how it happened. Well, I do know how it happened, but it was so unexpected when I saw the community grow so quickly. Uh, I called it Perry 10K because uh, the idea was that you would get 10,000 followers uh, through live streaming. And within literally a few weeks, I had about 150 members in the group. They were all of them engaged like I was literally getting a hundred percent engagement in the group and it was getting so overwhelming to me that I came up with a way to monetize it and just say 
why don't I charge a monthly fee for people to be part of my group? So I just put a very small nominal fee uh, that they would pay per month. And I did it application only, so super exclusive, closed it, and I only wanted to accept people I wanted. And within the first couple of weeks, uh, Ricky, we had like 60 members coming in paying between uh, between 15 and 50 bucks uh, uh, a month. And I was like, after three months, I was like, holy cow, I am making as much money from this membership per month that I'm making from my banking job. What should I do? Pew! quit the banking job <laughs> and that's how I started um, at the time like I said I was no guru I was purely a community manager and the way that I marketed it was like hey I'm a community manager this is a membership fee that goes for community management and that's how it all started and it wasn't until long time after that when people saw me grow it so quickly that they started can you teach us how you did this can you teach us how you talk on live stream can you teach us how you became more confident and gradually the brand live stream Katya was naturally born from the experience of me building a business out of nothing with a hundred dollars and building it into a full-time income quitting my job and then people saw the potential of that and that's when I started teaching more in that so you know and this this week is actually gonna be the two-year anniversary Uh, congratulations. You know, what a journey you've been on and uh, you really saw uh, where the internet was heading and it is all live stream. If you look at I the I saw it. I was, it was like a clear day to me. I was like, this is the future. This is the future. You know how like people like Johnny Dumas a couple of years ago was like, this thing, the podcast is the future. I need to grow this podcast thing. He kind of predicted it, that it's going to go big. And it really did, and it still is. That was the same for me. I was like, I know this is going to be the next big thing. And it is. It really is, thankfully for me, or I'll be at a job. <laughs> <laughs> it is the next big thing and the current big thing, live streaming. Yes. Uh, everything, everything from Meerkat to Periscope. And now, obviously, Facebook Live is the thing to do. Uh, you can do it on uh, Periscope still. It's kind of dying down, I find. Uh, obviously, on YouTube as well. Uh, we actually stream all of our interviews on YouTube. Uh, Instagram also, because uh, you know Facebook obviously owns Instagram. Uh, so they're doing a lot of streaming too. And uh, you know, pretty much all the platforms are trying to do some form of live streaming because it's the only place we can engage IRL in real time with yep. people. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I'm interested in how do you do a live stream properly? Uh, so walk us through the logistics, uh, what you say, how do you plan it? Uh, walk us through how you do a live stream well. How you do a live stream well? What I think the, the best way to tell you how you do well is by me telling you, first of all, how, what is bad. So then you know what not to do and what makes a good one. Uh, for a starter, um, um, I used to not care so much about this, but I do now. So uh, I'd like to share it. And that is um, lighting and in terms of quality of the broadcast itself. Um, all you need, of course, is a camera. That's all you need, a camera and 
ideally natural lighting. If you have a garden outside, uh, if you have a balcony, go on the balcony and film while you have the sun coming at you because the natural light is the best is the best source of light for your live streams and videos. Uh, that's number one. Uh, number two, I would say, is having a clear topic in mind. There's so many people, I see this, they go live and they just say, let's talk about, I don't know, feminism, for example. I don't know why, but uh, let's talk about feminism. And they, they don't they don't have anything in mind to talk about. They just, oh, I just want to talk about feminism. And then they assume that, oh, maybe people are going to ask me a question about it. And then when they don't, they get stuck for what to say. So always have something in mind that you're going to talk about. You don't have to have a script. Like right now, I don't have a script. But when you ask me a question, I, I kind of in my head know what I'm going to say. And I kind of know where my thought is going. Um, so be prepared in your head. Know what you're going to talk about. And if you're the type of person who needs prompts, give yourself the permission to do a checklist of I'm going to do this bullet point and this bullet point and this bullet point. Just please don't script it because it's so annoying. I mean, Ricky, you should know this. Have you ever had a Let's not name anybody, but have you ever seen an interviewer, interviewee, or have you ever had an interviewee that you can clearly tell they're reading from a piece of paper their answers, and it just sounds so forced, yeah? It sounds so forced and so, like, it sounds a bit disrespectful as well. Like, dude, do you have no respect for me at all? And you just act like I'm an idiot? Seriously. Uh, so don't do scripting because on live, you cannot get away with it. On pre-recorded, you can because you can cut the bits and bobs that you look like you're reading, but not on live stream, sadly. Uh I, oh my God, another, uh, another pet peeve of mine is when they would um, go live and they would uh, not give, have any call to action after. You'll just be like, thanks for watching, bye. And it's like, uh, what if I want to connect with you again? What if I want to learn more? Like, tell me more. Do you have a website? Do you want me to follow you? Do you want me to share? Like, tell me what you want me to do. You just gave me all this broadcast and then you just said bye and you just left me hanging. Guess what? I ain't coming back. So make sure you do have a call to action to let people to, um, you know, so that they know what to do next. I would say those are those three are my top ones for right now. I'm sure more will come during the rest of the interview. Love it. Love it. Love the tips here. Uh, you're throwing out bombs of wisdom. Um, so Katya, I'm curious to know. How do you get engagement? Because it's one thing to start a live stream, whole other thing to get people watching and to stay on for the entire live stream. Because uh, I, I've had both case scenarios. I've had some live streams where I only have like one or two or three or four, and then people start dropping out. And actually, because I'm live streaming, I get discouraged and my yeah. energy goes down. So I try not to look at the numbers. And I just go out there with full energy, yeah. full passion, and I share you know, uh, my bullets of wisdom. Uh, tell us about how you get as many viewers as possible and get as yeah. much engagement as possible. Well, let me ask you this. Uh, when you went live and you didn't get a lot of viewers, where did you go live? Was that on a Facebook page? Was that on, like, what was it on? Yeah, great question, great question. Um, I've done it in a few different places. So I've done it on Instagram. Um, and sometimes on Instagram, I might have two or three uh, live viewers. On my uh, Facebook personal profile, I'll do lives on there. 
I also do it on my pages and yeah. I do it in groups just so I can uh, do some testing. Uh, yeah. what, well, and I sometimes um, I find the page works the best. So sorry, my personal profile works the best. A hundred percent. And then the page. Yes, uh, that that's that's why I asked you because you will find that if you go live on your personal profile, you get a lot more engagement than if you go on your page than if you go on Instagram. Um, there's two things about let's let's break it down into platforms because all platforms will have different reasons. Uh, your personal profile, you have the most engagement purely because Facebook sends a notification to your friends that you're live. That's it. They get a notification, therefore, they know that you're alive. They may choose to ignore it, but they will know, okay? Uh, that's not something you get on a business page unless they manually subscribe to your live notifications. That's the big difference. They have to be subscribed to you on your business page to get the notifications. But also, remember, Facebook doesn't want you to get organic reach on your business page so that you pay the money. Uh, so don't forget that one either. On Instagram, it's different. Instagram, it's, Instagram Live is so new. And let's be honest, Ricky, on Instagram, people go to watch beautiful images they go to look up instagram models they go on to look up wedding inspirations like they go on instagram for visuals for beautiful visuals uh, a, a typical instagram live stream uh the quality of it isn't that good in terms of the way that it looks because you know people are holding their phones and it's just normal lighting whatever maybe it's a shaky video so the instagram community is really snobby and they really just don't necessarily haven't really caught up with the live stream thing yet so believe me i have like almost four thousand people on my instagram on my personal instagram and every time i go live i barely get 10 people myself there because number one i don't think it's the same i don't think they're into it that much yet and number two it is still such a new feature not everybody knows about it and it's one of those things that they will only get notified that you're live if you are inside the platform, you know? So that's why that's why you may get difference of engagement. Now, how do you get the engagement? Two things, title and audience. Your title has to, has to encourage people to want to watch, and then you need to have the numbers. It's really a numbers game. The reason I have, uh, you know, thousands of views on my live streams is because I have an audience of people who uh, are highly targeted niche people interested in live stream marketing. If I had 100 people on my fan page, when I did have 100 people on my fan page, I'd get barely anything um so it's really numbers game and then a titles game uh, i think a lot of people when it comes to live stream they try to go and put a title that tells people what what the broadcast is and that's a big mistake because if you tell people what you're going to tell them on the broadcast they have no reason to join so you may have five thousand followers on facebook but if your title has no incentive for them to join whatsoever why would they why would they so it's really a combination of the title and then the number of the audience obviously now if gary v went live he could put whatever title he wants and he can put no title at all and he'd still get viewers uh so at the end of the day numbers do matter numbers do matter numbers do matter uh, yep. you 
titles. Uh, so when we post our, for example, our Facebook lives, uh, what would you suggest is a good title? Because I also struggle with that. I, I do a lot of lives. I, I do maybe four or five a week. Uh, yeah. and, uh, I always struggle with, okay, when I go live, what should the title be? How long it should be? What words should it contain? What call to action should the title contain? So walk us through what makes a good live stream title. Cool. You need my live video planner because it will get you all your titles in 15 minutes, Ricky. But here, here's what you need to do. Um, and I teach this uh, with my, I have a formula that I call my signature content hamburger formula that I teach people how to create 30 topics in 15 minutes. Uh, and really it comes from what are the questions that somebody who is ready to hire you would ask before they hire you? So somebody who's thinking of hiring you to help them make more money so they can travel wouldn't necessarily just say, they wouldn't just say, hey, Ricky, how can I make money? They would ask you something like, how can I make money as a digital nomad so that I can travel the world? Like that's a specific one. So give me an example. Let's Let's do it together. Give me an example of a common question that someone who's ready to hire you would ask you before they hire you yeah so because i do family travel um i'm traveling around the world with my wife and three young kids uh the top two questions people ask me are these how do you guys fund your travels and how do you educate your kids mm -hmm. okay is that questions that your ideal client would ask or is that just questions that people ask you personally because I'm yeah. looking for questions that ideal clients would ask you yeah I get it I get it uh, definitely the uh, fellow parents have questions to do with the homeschooling world schooling question uh, most people asking about the funding uh, the biggest question that all of my clients coaching clients mastermind clients um, you know um, summit clients course clients are uh, the question has to do with how do you make money to travel the world? How do you fund it? How can you, uh, you know, leave your job behind and uh, make an income consistently while you're traveling? So definitely the money question is the big one. Gotcha. So how many kids do you have? I got three. I got a five-year-old, a three-year-old, and a one-year-old. Perfect. So here's a question for you that you can use on a, a – here's a title that you can absolutely use. It's like um, how, 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 how I am able to fund – traveling around the world with three kids and my family, uh, schooling them, education, and still be able to enjoy life. And it's literally just how I am able to do that and how you can too. Or how am I able to do that without sacrificing? I don't know, maybe they have a limiting belief that if they make, if they travel, they need to sacrifice relationships. Maybe you can say, how, how I travel the world get paid and take my family everywhere without sacrificing our relationships, without sacrificing my children's, uh, my children's prosperity in the future. Because I think there's probably a lot of people that are your ideal class that would have those fears, like they would want to travel, but oh, I'm scared that that's going to uh, disadvantage my children's education because we're not going to be um, in one place all the time, right? So that's a title. That's a good title for you. How Beautiful. I'm able to travel, how I'm able to travel the world with my three children and my family, make a living and not sacrifice uh, a single thing about their education or, or our relationships. And that's a beautiful title that you can take. And what I teach with my formula is I teach you how then you can split it into four parts. You can go in and say, how I travel the world with my family, make a living, blah, 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 part one. 
how I travel the world with my family, blah, 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 part two. How I travel, blah, blah, blah. So you make it into a mini series of four parts. And maybe in step one, you talk about your story and how, how you grew up. Then in part two, you talk about how you decided to travel. In part three, you, you, may, you maybe talk about how you made it happen. And then in part four, you can talk about how life is right now. So right there with you, I just created four, four videos four live streams that is a mini series that after you finish the first one you can then say to people hey guys by the way I'm gonna be, go live tomorrow for part two so make sure you tune into that so you start training them that they should come and come back which then increases your engagement which we talked about earlier and it's a constant cycle of the more they come back the more people they bring the more results you get the more new audience you bring the more clients the more course course buyers etc etc um and it's a magic formula and it's but it's so simple and if you do that seven times you've got yourself 28 days worth of content awesome uh, you know uh, i'm gonna start myself uh, oh my own hbo mini series <laughs> love it why not yeah hbo with the kids have a look there you go there you go uh so uh, uh katya you know one of the main questions is how do you take your live stream and turn it into cash? <laughs> so how do you actually monetize your live streams, Katja? Uh, three ways, <laughs> okay? You don't think there's only one way to, do, to monetize a live stream, do you? Please don't. Uh, Three, I've got three uh, streams of income from live stream that I use. Uh, number one is the typical sell your own products. So you have your mastermind, sell your own mastermind. Uh, the way that I sell my products is I tend to do an educational broadcast of which I lead into a pitch. So the educational broadcast flows really nicely into what I'm about to pitch to them. And usually I pitch my courses. I pitch my membership, I pitch my uh, consulting, I pitch stuff that I can personally deliver or they can buy there, there and then on the spot. And that's probably the most common way that people are going to make money from your, um, from your audience. And what's different between doing it on live stream versus doing it on anything else is the no like and trust factor on live stream is 10 times faster. If it would take you to write 20 blog posts for someone to trust you and buy from you, it's probably going to take you only three broadcasts to make someone fall in love with you and give you their money. So that's what Livestream does. It expedites the process of actually getting the clients. Make sense? Um, so that's number one. Number one way to monetize your live streams. Number two, guess what it is? affiliate marketing sell other people's products and the exact same we just saw yours um do a story do something educational and at the end pitch someone else's product uh i've done uh i did one six-figure launch last year uh with an affiliate campaign and then uh, another almost six-figure launch uh, this june with the same affiliate and all i did was sold their product which means that half of that is an affiliate commission purely for me all come from the live streams and the videos that i did uh and then the facebook ads that i run with them and i swear if i did 
blog posts, if I did emails, if I did um, a podcast, if I did uh, anything that was in live video or, or, or video, it would not have had those same results, okay? So I use a lot of live stream to promote other people's products. I don't promote many people. I only... I probably only recommend two or three programs that I've personally gone through and loved. Um, but it really works for affiliate launches. And number three is where you get the big guys to pay you money to reach your audience. So uh, you can do a campaign with uh, big companies uh, to actually do live streams with them. If you have an audience, this is only effective if you have an audience, kind of like podcast sponsorships, you know, sponsors pay you to promote them on your podcast because they want to reach your, their ideal clients which are your listeners same with the live stream you can spot you can have sponsored live streams and actually one of my uh, one of my clients he's a pianist he's a pianist live streamer uh, I don't I don't I don't just work with coaches and consultants I actually work with businesses from all kinds of spectrum and he uh, he got paid a few times just to do a live stream of uh, his concert while he was playing they asked him to stream it and then he got paid because he's got an audience of other pianists that that uh, orchestra and that uh, piano hall wanted to attract as well so number one sell your own stuff Number two, sell other people's stuff. Number three, have brands sponsor your broadcast. Three ways to monetize your live stream today. Love it, love it. I love your spunk and energy and passion coming through live here on the podcast and the video cast on YouTube and iTunes. Yeah, you should be on the video. You should be on the video. Video is so much more fun. Yeah, don't just listen on iTunes, but actually watch it on YouTube. Um, so actually, uh, I'm actually live streaming this, ironically enough, on, uh, on Instagram while I'm doing this interview with you. And uh, one of our guests today uh, actually asked a question. His name is oh. Todd Russell. So shout out to Todd okay. on Instagram. He's asking the question, what is the future of live streaming? Thanks, Todd, for the question. What is the future of live streaming look like? Um, so let's break it down into a few different futures. The short term future is that by 2019, and this is not my opinion, this is actually uh, studies done by Cisco. Uh, by 2019, 80% of the online traffic is gonna come from video. And considering that Facebook's highest priority content on, on Facebook is live video, that means that a, a huge part of that 80% traffic is gonna be live video so what the first thing that's gonna happen really is everybody who isn't live streaming is going to be left behind on the traffic side and they're gonna have to spend ten times more money than the people who are live streaming and it's gonna cost them a lot higher to obtain leads through Facebook ads or Google ads or whatever it is uh, so number one those who are live streaming will have a huge advantage over they have lower costs they get they grow faster um, I see every single social platform have their own live stream um, you know way for example I see snapchat doing a live video option I see uh, you know I see YouTube releasing YouTube live to everybody because right now there's still some people who don't have it uh, and it just will be everywhere and right now I would say Ricky there's still some people that live streaming is weird for 
because they're like, oh, what is this? This person's live. Why are they live? There's still that shock. Oh, what is this Facebook live thing? And I think in a few years time, it will just be something normal that everybody does, even people who are not running a business. But it always starts with the people who run a business because they see the opportunity to capitalize on it. What that may do as well is it may actually, it may absolutely make it a little saturated and it may mean that we all have to step up our game and the production value. When I started, I only had a Samsung Galaxy S4, no microphone, no tripod, no light, no nothing. And then gradually I started upgrading. The more money I made, the more money I invested in uh, production. The more money I made, the more money I invested in production. Last two weeks, I bought a new camera that's like $2,200. Uh, I've never in my life, I've never paid more than 50 bucks for a camera before. <laughs> I'm not joking. So I've paid 50 bucks for a digital camera that, you know, you just go and take pictures with. Um, but that's the, that's the commitment that I believe will be required in the next few years to actually stand out. So the backdrop, all the light, nobody's doing this right now. I am, uh, you know, the way I was early adopted back in 2015 with Periscope, the way I'm now being an early adopter of highly produced, high value broadcast as well. So that's going to be the one thing. And then the second thing for the long-term future, I truly believe the live stream and virtual reality and augmented reality will all be blended. You'll be able to go live and you'll be able to uh, have the intimacy as if you're in the same room with, the, with another person because AI and VR is growing so fast. And it's really easy to, it's, it's just going to be so quick to integrate those three together or those two. And I really see live video just be pretty much almost like being face to face with another person. So I, it's definitely not going anywhere. If nothing, big companies are jumping into it and it's only going to get bigger. And only those of us who take advantage of it are going to profit from it as well. Hello. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And uh, by the way, uh, Todd, uh, you know, who's on Instagram, uh, is very grateful for answering the question. And he's like, wow, she's actually answering my question. <laughs> well, Todd, that, that, that's your lucky day because you could have asked the question and just jet off. But instead, you stay. So that's your reward for staying. <laughs> and Todd, <laughs> hey, great content. Uh, she's providing value bombs. Great content. Thanks Good. for being on. So, Todd. Todd, find me on Instagram, live stream Katya. Message me, like right now, message me. L-I-V-E-S-T-R-E-A-M-K-A-T-Y-A, live stream Katya, just find me. Okay, don't leave it, don't forget. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, the question I have is, uh, you know, you're, you're talking about equipment. Um, yeah. Most of us live stream on our uh, iPhones, uh, Androids, uh, you know, some of us live streams on our um, laptops. Uh, tell us about how you're live streaming. Uh, you have like multiple cameras, you have backdrops, you have like a headset, you got your fancy props like hats and stuff like that. Walk us through yeah. some of your equipment. So I have I have pretty much anything you can think of, but let's be honest, I don't use all of it all the time. Uh, the 
let's start with the basic stuff. I have a microphone. I have a lapel microphone. I have a few of those. Uh, lapel microphone is basically a cable microphone that you plug into your phone and to your smartphone directly, and it makes a huge difference in the sound of your broadcast. Believe me, if you have money for nothing else, invest in a microphone, okay? Uh, I use Rode microphones, so Rode Smart Love Plus. Uh, they are they vary between 50 and 80 bucks uh, definitely worth the investment I would say they last about a year because after a year if you use it as much as I do like I use it almost every day so the cable starts wearing out you know like headphones uh, so if you get one it would absolutely last you a year so it's totally worth it um, and if you stream less than me it would last you more microphone number two tripod tripod you want to have for um, for st stabilization if I was just holding my phone and I was shaking like this you're gonna feel like you want to puke seriously you're gonna be like, stop it stop it catch it too much so it's really important that you have a little tripod I use a small tripod um, uh, it's uh, let me show you maybe let me just grab it so I can show you what it looks like. It's a tiny bendy tripod that my uh, my friend actually makes them. Uh, my friend, she's a YouTuber actually. Her name's Vina V, and she does these. Uh, can you see those bendy tripods? Basically, you attach the head here, you put the phone, and then you can either attach this to a tree or you can just hold it like a small tripod. So this is like a small, handy, portable. It's called YT Club. Uh, tripod you can find it on Amazon uh, or you can buy it online as well it's globus you can find it anywhere YT Club number three lights okay I have uh, beginners lights are like a, a something called chat light which is a light that you attach to your laptop or to your phone and it just lights you up it's like a fluorescent light that you just recharge so it's rechargeable or you can buy a whole light set like this one uh, let me show you what I have I have um, can you see I have two soft box lights these are super cheap these are I bought the lights the all the tripods that come with them plus the stand for the backdrop plus a green screen a white screen and a black screen all together for about 90 bucks uh, no joke so they're really cheap the only problem you may have with these is you have to have the space like i have a whole studio um and i got this apartment specifically so i have space for a studio um so this is cool if you have the space if you don't don't worry about it. A chat light would do. Uh, let's see what else do I have. I also have a camera called, uh, I don't know if you've heard about it, Ricky, Mevo. Mevo is a live stream camera. Uh, it's like tiny, tiny, tiny camera that uh, does multiple angles for you. So if you have lots of people in the room, it just does automatic angles. It's like a, it's like a videographer on autopilot. And it streams live to Facebook. It streams live to uh, Periscope. I don't think it streams to YouTube live yet. Uh, but it's really cool. And I uh, use that sometimes. You just attach it to a tripod and it's done. Um, or most of the time, personally, I use my phone. Most of the time, personally, I use my phone to go live and I put some light and a microphone because really uh, I'm all about, especially like your people are traveling all the time. They can't be carrying this around. No, no, no. You know, a, 
a very comfortable traveling tripod, small microphone, and a small light, and just the job perfect. But if, let's say, you live somewhere and you have a space, you can. And then for the pros who really want to go pro, I have a DJI Osmo gimbal. It's a DJI Osmo mobile gimbal. It's about $300 or something, and it's a video stabilizer that if you walk around and if you live stream with it, it does so smooth, there's no shaking. It's smooth 4K footage that just looks like a cinematic experience. Like you look at it and you're like, wow, I've never seen anything like this, and uh, you know, apart from in Hollywood. And it's truly amazing if you are, you know, looking for some advanced stuff. But I think I covered quite a few things. Rewind this if you need a to recap but in summary just get a microphone a tripod and a light uh and uh you know you, sh you don't have to s the tripod is 20 bucks the microphone is about 80 bucks so that's a hundred and the light is 30 bucks so that's 130 bucks and you're set for a travel friendly live stream kit oh and your phone of course 130 bucks. That's it. Wow. Good deal. Good deal. Good deal. Uh, someone on uh, Instagram is saying, I thought she was actually at the beach. <laughs> <Someone thought she's> <laughs> <laughs> I am. I, I live on the beach right here. It's so hot. Do you want to know why I have a hat? Because look at my hair. It's so humid that it's so freaking messy. I'm one of these people that if my hair looks messy or if my makeup's not well, I, I don't mind. I'm like, I'm still gonna go live, but I'm gonna put a prop. And if and if 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 I don't have any makeup on or if, or if I just look tired, I'm just gonna put sunglasses on and I'd still go live. So I do everything in my power to use everything I have in order to not make excuses to not go live. Uh, so, you know, uh, one of the questions I have is the confidence question. A lot of people uh, get jittery, sweaty palms, they're sweating bullets before they go live, before they push the live. Three, two, one, you're on air broadcasting to the universe. So there is that uh, heart palpitations, the nervousness, the anxiety. Walk us through how you deal with those things and how do you get confident just like you are on our live stream. So... First, let me say this, I was not always confident and I was not always like so bubbly on camera. In fact, I had a dream to have my own YouTube channel since 2008, but I, I was scared for about seven years that I did not have one because I was scared people were gonna judge me, call me fat, ugly, and all sorts of things. So believe me, if anybody's struggling with confidence, I totally get it. Um, I, this, this here, is not a born skill. This is made. I made this boss, okay? Um, and the truth is, when it comes to confidence, there's two things you need to realize. Number one, people think that because it's live, it's irreversible. That's not true. If you go live and if you mess up, you can stop and delete it. Gone. Nobody saw it. Done. Maybe one person saw it, two people saw it no big deal but it's not irreversible people think that because it's live it's irreversible i want you to understand it's not irreversible number two uh it comes back to what i said earlier do you have a topic in mind if you all the people who downloaded my live video planner and used it 
100% of them said, I feel more confident when I press the live button because I know what I'm going to talk about because you told me in the planner, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so know what you're going to talk about. Prepare your topic. And then number three, how to become more confident. It all comes down to practice. I've done over a thousand streams and I'm probably still, I'm probably still not at the peak of my live stream like geniuses and pro i can probably even get better for example i have a bad habit of not looking at the camera the whole time i have a bad habit of doing all of this you know so the best live streamer in the world would look you in the eye the whole time and they would just smile and nod their head and look you in the eyes can you see what i'm doing there can you see what i'm doing and and it takes really practice. This takes practice. I, I still forget to this day to look at the camera sometimes. And it's because I get so entrenched in my own thoughts that I can just get really doozy and look up and look down and look left and look right. And sometimes I need a reminder as well. Uh, and remember this, nobody's perfect. Like, I just told you something that I, I know I should be doing more of, but I'm not. And then the other one is people when they're brand new to it, they say a lot of like ums and um mm, and um mm, and um. And the reason they do that is because they don't know what to say next. They need that pause to think about. And the more you do it, the less you're going to need ums and hums. And ums and hums are really, they're a tricky thing because they're a really natural reaction. But even though it's natural, we still judge it. I mean, let's be honest. Have you ever seen an interview on TV when a really famous person is humming and umming and you're just thinking, God, this is so cringeworthy. This is so cringeworthy. And sadly, that comes sometimes, that happens sometimes, which is why practice is really important. Don't um and hum, people. Don't um and hum. Great tips, great tips. Um, uh, any uh, any closing tips you want to leave our audience with? You've been uh, incredibly uh, inspiring and informative. Anything else we've missed out on the questions or you want to leave our listeners and viewers with? Um, I would just say, um, I would just say the biggest fear that people, the biggest reason people don't live stream is because they're worried about what their family would say. Their family, their closest friends. So next time you want to go live, but you're scared, ask yourself, who are you trying to prove yourself to? Like, whose judgment are you afraid of? It could be your, uh, it could be your partner. It could be your sister. It could be your uh, high school uh, friends. It could be your colleagues. Think about who are the people that you're most scared about. And then where are they? Are they on Facebook? Most likely. Guess what you can do? You can do what a town girl would do. You know the town girl metaphor that the moment a town girl leaves her small town where she cares what everybody thinks and she goes to the big city where nobody knows her, she goes crazy because nobody knows her there and she doesn't care. So change the platform to do your live stream and go to Periscope or go to Instagram. Go where, you're, go where the people you're scared about aren't. Uh, I did not go on Facebook Live until I quit my job because I was scared that my colleagues were going to think I'm crazy. 
So I quit my job and then I got live on Facebook Live. And then they thought I was crazy, but I quit my job. So I wasn't the crazy one. They were the crazy ones. But at the at the time, it was what really, really kept me going live on Facebook. I did not, I was scared of I was scared of putting myself out there in front of them until I quit. In which case I'm like, I'm gone. I'm gone. I don't care. Uh, so that's why find the people that judge you or that you feel judged by and then go somewhere else and do it there. Practice, practice, practice on another platform. Uh, build your own little mini crowd. And then once you're ready, transition. That's the best tip I can give you. Uh, and do more content. If you do struggle, uh, if you do struggle, please let me know. Uh, like I mentioned, the, the planner I have helps people with exactly that. So make sure that you you don't give up on creating the live videos. Like you said, Ricky, you said that sometimes it's discouraging. Don't worry about the numbers. You just focus on building the numbers. You just focus on building more people, bringing the audience. And eventually, you will hit a stage where your growth is going to go from whoop to whoop. You just have to keep going. So, uh, you know, uh, we're gonna, we've come full circle here. I started at the beginning talking about yourself. You know, you've uh, moved from Bulgaria to the UK. Now you're in beautiful Malta. Uh, tell us about your future. We've covered a lot about live streaming, but uh, we love the personal stories, the personal journey. So where do you see yourself in the next few months, years, and beyond, Katya? Uh, so I love it here. I really do. I came here with the intention to test drive Malta, you know, but I love it so much. I've really fallen in love with this country and I really see myself staying here for at least a couple of years. Uh, one of the things that I'm really excited about that I've been doing lately is I've started doing uh, more of performance style comedy videos. Um, and I just released a, I don't know if you saw it, I just released a, um, the first video of the series and I called it the confessions of a gurupreneur and it's basically a parody video that takes completely the mickey out of our whole industry out of the make money niche uh, and it, it's I posted it like on Saturday so it's been what five days and it's already reached 80,000 views just through like the sharing and uh, I put very little ad spend on it just so that I can juice it up a little bit but it's been going crazy and I realized that I really enjoy doing skits like that because number one they make people laugh but number two I get to express my own humor in a way that only the only my ideal clients actually understand it so this is more of a passion project. I just happened to twist it somehow into a business and actually turn it into something. So really, really, I'm excited to turn this all into mini series. Uh, the next few that I'm probably going to do are going to be something like the confessions of a millennial printer uh, and the confessions of a relationship guru, confession is, oh my God, the confessions of a digital nomad. I'm going to do that one. I'm going to do confessions of, uh, you know, confessions of, internet celebrity confessions of an MLMer. I'm doing that for sure. So uh, I'm just really excited and 
if we can get if we can get a few of these videos like truly viral and i don't mean like a million views i mean like five million or more that would really light up my day i was just gonna be like yes this is so good and um the potential is there uh we just need to keep creating keep creating keep creating and keep showing up so i'm very very excited about that definitely not looking to travel anytime soon because i have everything here i have the sun I have the beach next door, I have the gym next door, I have the supermarket next door, and I have all the restaurants next door. What else do you need? What else do you need? It's incredible. So, very, very excited. Very excited. We got the sun, you got the sand, you got the sea, you got the shore, and... Everything. Uh, yeah, you love it. Uh, our daughter, who's uh, learning how to live stream herself, has a question. Uh, <laughs> what do you want to ask her? What's your favorite country? Oh, my favorite country. Oh, my God. Can I tell you my favorite city? Yes. My favorite city that I have ever visited personally is Vienna in Austria. It is the most beautiful, picturesque thing I've ever seen. Uh, I, I can't speak German very well, but it's just such a beautiful place. It's got mountains. It's so good i wouldn't live there by the way i wouldn't live there but i would totally just like visit there um and then my favorite place that i've ever lived in is here here really really love it what's your favorite country mine is dubai dubai oh <gasps> she's gonna be rich your kid's gonna be rich. She likes that. She likes the glamour and the and the sun, doesn't she? <laughs> we we have a we have my sister in law there, my wife's sister, and we are actually able to stay there for free. So that definitely uh, definitely saved us on the budgeting side of things. And because I'm a blogger, I actually got a lot of her stuff for free. So shout out to all of our sponsors there in Dubai. Uh, Rian, uh, final question: What do you have for Katja? <laughs> What's your favorite beach? My favorite beach. Did she say beach? Yes, she did. What's your favorite <laughs> beach? My favorite beach. Uh, ooh. I've only been to a couple of beaches here so far. I really like the beach that we're on. Uh, it's called uh, it's called Bujiba Beach, and it's uh, it's not the most sandy thing. But you know what? I used to think that I love sand, but the other day I went on a sandy beach, and then. Uh, like the sand just got all over me like oh because because when you're in a hot country it's so sticky like you feel sticky all the freaking time so when the s sand comes on you you're like don't you know how like the sand is all over your body and you're just like oh this is terrible so this this beach here is it's not rocky but it's kind of like the sand is quite big you know like it's got like that little small rocks and uh, because of that you don't get any sand stick on you and the water is really clean and uh and um you know it's beautiful for for swimming and there's a big white bit i don't know if you've ever played on one of these they're like big big bouncy castle water parks in literally in the middle of the sea that Mainly kids go on it, but I have to tell you, I tried it and it's really difficult. I feel like it's harder for adults than it is for kids because kids are so much lighter than us and they can just bounce around everywhere. 
In fact, oh my God, Ricky, you have to go to my Instagram after this and show her. If you go to my Instagram, I actually have two videos that I uploaded with my GoPro that I was on that water park. She's going to love it. It's like so much fun. It's like bouncy water things. She should watch this. You should watch this. It's so much fun. So much fun. Awesome. Uh, so, Katya, to end off here, uh, people might be uh, obviously inspired by what you've shared today. They might want to hire you for some uh, personal coaching, uh, you know, get some more tips and advice. Uh, what are the different programs and services you offer your clients and for our viewers here today? Oh my God, I have I have quite a few things actually that are a combination of growing your business with live stream and then it's uh, keeping you accountable. The two main things that you should be looking out for is if if number one, you're looking for a community that uh, you uh, want to be surrounded by other live streamers and keep you accountable, that I have my Perry 10K membership, the one that I started two years ago, because that's still the that's still the bread and butter of everything I do, and that community is still strong and going uh, I think it's a testament for the community how strong it is by the fact that you know I started it in 2015 and it's still relevant and it still works uh, so that's perfect for anybody that is interested in uh, growing through community and actually having the collaborations there and then I have a I have a program uh, as well that I just re released recently that I call um, uh, ace your first thousand fans to freedom with live stream and social media so that's a mini course that basically teaches you everything that uh, everything that I am about and everything that I've basically done myself and have helped other people do it uh, but the, the methods I teach they work for all sorts of businesses I have one of the things that I pride myself with is I'm not just a one-trick uh, person that you know I don't just work with coaches consultants and service providers I have I, I've worked with in my community I have pianists uh, I have a uh, makeup brand lady that has her own makeup brand for 10 years I have a hat designer I have real estate agents I have people from all different backgrounds and uh, the stuff that I teach works across the board and um, that's really I'm excited about but to summarize all these two things, the best way to really connect with me would be to start with the live video planner I talked about. If you go to livevideoplanner.com, oh my God, I was doing a live broadcast earlier and I wrote this. Can you see it? <laughs> Look at this. I had, I made my own little, can, do you like this? Do you like this, honey? Yeah. yeah livevideoplanner.com. Love it. Yeah. It's work. Beautiful. This is, guys. You know, people ask me, how do you do all your, like, fancy signs? I'm like, I just write them down, people, <laughs> uh, for my broadcast. And, yeah, livevideoplanner.com, that's it. It's completely free. You just grab the live video planner. It walks you through the content hamburger formula like we did with you. It helps you create 30 topics in 15, uh, in 15 um, minutes. And if you stay on the on my email list, you will be the first to know when the other two programs are out and uh, more information about those too. Well, uh, you know, thank you again. Uh, it's been an amazing interview with so much spunk and energy and vitality. You've definitely inspired me to get better at my own live streams. You've definitely Good. inspired my daughter to get better at her live streams. And I know you've inspired our audience, both our listeners and our viewers today. So thanks again, Katya, for your time. And we'll catch up with you soon. Thanks for having me.
Thanks everyone for tuning in to this episode of Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and a video cast where we not only teach you how to make money while traveling the world, but also how to live stream yourself around the world during your travels. Thanks everyone. Happy travels.